Hello, my name is Matthew Grinchery. I'm the Managing Director of Ausgold Limited. We're a development company looking at the Katanning Gold Project in the southwest part of Western Australia. And uh, we've got the largest undeveloped three milling open cut project in, in Australia. I'm going to get into production, aren't you? We are. One of the rarities in Australia. Of course. Hey, how, how are you? We've got Matthew Squared today. Um, um, I'm here visiting you in Perth, so thanks, and thanks, thanks for coming over and seeing us as well. Um, just want to talk about 2022, though, before we kind of leap into what's going to happen and some sort of guidance about 2023. It was a pretty crummy year for everyone. You kind of held your own stock price moving sideways, which is a win in this environment, mm. I, I suspect. Um, but what were the things that you think you did last year that you didn't get credit for that you should have? Yeah, of course. Um, well, we snuck up a little bit from, from beginning to the end of the year, mm. and but we did a lot of work. We added 980,000 ounces in mm. our resource. So we cracked a 2 million mark, which is a big, big milestone. Yep. Yep. A lot of drilling. Um, when we achieved that really low low cost threshold to SH, ounce cost us eleven dollars to discover. Um, and on the back of that, we put out a pre-feasibility study. And as I mentioned in the introduction, this this is a big project, and I think it's getting bigger with the work we're doing. But it's not the name of the game. Look, before we go there. You feel a little bit irritated that you kind of didn't get that credit for, you know, there's a significant amount of new ounces, yes. right? And a lot of money spent doing it, and the market just shrugs its shoulder. But no, you, are you ever going to get credit for that? No, well, it's frustrating, of course. It's very frustrating. But I, I think we're building real value into the company. Um, I think it would be more frustrating if we spent that money and didn't get that outcome, uh, particularly with the ore reserve, True. which is monumental, 1.28 million ounces in reserve. Yeah. Okay. So, spent the money, built, building up the mm. resource and reserve, um, there, which is great. But remind, we've got to remind people, you know, what's the plan here, right? Yeah. Because this is kind of the grades are okay, but can you make money at those grades? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're looking at Capricorn, which has got grades significantly lower than what we're looking at, and, and definitely making good money. Probably one of the best performers in the last round of quarterlies out of the December quarter in 22. Right, and so I can't believe I'm going to ask mm. this question, but we got to because some 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 mm. audience have different levels of understanding here. Which is, um, again, are you trying to say that you know grade doesn't matter? Uh, just a different way of tackling tackling right. the the studies and and the build of the project. Uh, remembering though that the first six years the grades are actually quite a lot higher than than the overall head grade that we report as right. an ore reserve. So the first two years we're looking at close to, to 1.8 grams per tonne, which right. is not to be sneezed at. What are the other variables that, that matter? Um, costs, uh, definitely. Um, mining costs, processing costs, energy costs. A couple of wins we get with energy is being able to plug into the, the local power grid. Uh, I think people costs, we're in a, quite an attractive location. So I think being able to keep that staff turnover low, being able to attract a good workforce is going to be key to this project. Right, and and you did the you did the PFS kind of right in the middle of this kind of economic crises that we faced last mm. year, off, off the back of um, COVID, off the back of supply chain issues, off the back of you know uh, inflationary pressures. Yeah. Um, do you expect the well? Because you're moving to straight to DFS, are you? Yeah, we are. Okay, so you're going to skip, skip, skipping the feasibility stage, maybe DFS. And what's the timing for that? Uh, end of the third quarter this year. So we, right. we started that officially beginning this year, but we've done a lot of the work through the PFS and the back end of last year. 
Right, and so obviously you'd be looking to kind of squeeze out any kind of economies of scale that, that you could anyway, but yeah. do you think you'll sort of get the benefit of some of the tr falling away of the inflationary pressures as oh, well? Oh, absolutely. We've already seen diesel prices come off right. quite away from their peaks in the middle of last year. Uh, mining cost pressures, I think that there's some wins to be, be had there. And part of what we're doing at the moment is looking at some of the, the potentials for uh, scale. Uh, we, we assumed a three million tonne throughput on our mill. Uh, we're having a close look, is that the right number? Uh, it could be could be larger because uh, the deposit probably will support a, a larger operation there. Okay, okay. And if we, if we look at um, the messaging from last year, right? Sure. Okay, I know it's a tricky environment, but it was for everyone, but you've got to have a, a view on what you need to be saying to the market this year because it, you know, it's, it's a good size project now. Do you need more ounces for this to? Because I'm thinking, you know, um, a single single project asset with a single strategy, it's kind of precarious environment um, in which to exist. I mean, have you got any other kind of plans? Have you got any other stories that the market may react to if they if they don't react yeah. to the development one? Oh, look, we've always had sort of multi pronged strategy with this. We've maintained a large tenement holding. In the southwest, we'll first move us down there, so we pick the eyes out of it in terms of gold. Uh, we committed to a 25,000 meter jaw campaign, which was looking at simple extensions to the resource. Which is? I did that, that was December last year. Okay. Uh, so, late in the year, when we first really got our rigs rolling, because you've got to remember on agricultural land, so we work counter to the yeah. agricultural cycle. So, December through to May is our, our main field exploration season. The guys have been really busy down there. We've got uh, three rigs running today. Um, one eco rig looking at regional targets, a diamond rig and an RC rig looking closer to the, the, the main project area. Um, we've got a number of targets identified, but particularly on the northeast side, there's some advanced projects that we're quite excited about around the Stanley Joint Venture, uh, Duggan, which was a discovery mm. last year, which really delivered some very high grades. Yeah. And to truck that ore to our main projects, it's not going to have a major impact on the on the cost per ounce. It's probably going to be about two dollars. Right. So high grades there, particularly oxide, which we're quite right. short on in this project. It's only about ten percent of the ore reserve. It goes through this mill at six million tons per annum rate. So there's an opportunity to have some wins there. Okay, so there's a bit of blue, bit of blue sky potential. We'll talk, mm. we'll talk about the, the again a little bit more yeah. detail on the on the type of drilling, what you hope to add yeah. to this story. But on on the development side of things, obviously moving through the DFS by the end of this year is great news. Hopefully the economics imp continue to improve because they're yeah. pretty good. I mean, you sub a thousand USD uh, on the on the ASIC, which I think is pretty impressive for for, for companies in today's environment. Um, are you still the guys who are going to get this thing into production? Because there's a lot of people talking a good game. Can you guys get into production and run this thing and start driving cash flow? Oh, I think we can. Look, we've got a really good understanding of the technical aspects of the project. Now we're bringing, you know, got some good supporting brokers who are really helping us sell the story as well, getting right. that, that into okay. the market understood. And really the financing is the next big game here really of course you get the technical studies underway and look at capex know, is, is not too heavy is no it? it's, it's not it's 225 million yeah. which is including pre-production mining uh, so that gives you know it's probably a little lower than that in terms of actually the build yeah and we're, we're still in aussie obviously of here. course right yeah. okay so that, that's not a big burden for you um 
But I think, you know, obviously shareholders are going to be concerned about dilution. Of course. Yeah. Sorts of stories. Um, it, in this, I'm not quite sure of the Aussie market in terms of uh, capital raising, in terms of what, what kind of split between the, the, de the, the, the debt equity yeah. uh, ratio, or indeed if there's a kind of alternative financing, or so would you even kind of consider royalties and that sort of thing? Look, we're, we're looking at everything. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to be a bit careful with some of these different mechanisms, you know, they, they can bite you later on. Mm. But because of the early payback, you know, we're, we're talking 18 months. It's not a long time to carry a debt. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's quite attractive to, to the sort of more vanilla uh, financing options than, than perhaps other projects. Right, but yeah, but okay, I know you're out there talking to everyone, but yeah. it's a little bit early pre-DFS, but we'd be looking to try and get some conditional um, term sheets um, this, this year. Oh, absolutely, this year. Um, you know, some of those discussions already started. So we're looking at the idea of what the project will look like. Uh, we're looking at some optionality around that alongside the DFS as well in terms mm -hmm. of different different levers we can pull to, to get better outcomes for the project. Um, and of course, financing is a big one, big part of that. A huge part of it. Mm. So, so people, right? In terms yeah. of, it's very competitive environment out there. It's very expensive environment out there. And in terms of, it's not just people; it's skill sets yes. uh, as, as well. So it's it's, com it's complex. Um, how do you get around that? You're in a good location. I think that's a good start. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a couple of things going on. We're, we're in a good location. Agricultural community, incredibly supportive. I, I spent last week down there talking to the very shy presidents and um, getting a feel for for what they, they can see, the synergies with their mm. communities. Um, the, the other great thing is that three and a half hours out of Perth, it's ideal setting if you want to go residential, because mm. um, it's actually not too far to go back to town. It's also a pretty good place um, to work, you know, climate wise, um, you know, the scenery is nice. Everything seems to play into that, that, that card that it's a nice place to work and be a nice place to go to work for a long period. Yeah. And the long life of mine also is quite attractive too, because we're not in there and shutting down before we've started. It's it's 11 years at the current mine plan. I think there's opportunities to make that quite a lot longer as well, which also plays into what the communities will expect to see from us. Okay, and we, we also got a big non-Aussie um, contingent looking in here. Mm -hmm. um, they've been used to hearing stories in South America, even in North America, Canada, First Nations, Indigenous issues, yeah. so social unrest, etc. I know Aussie, the Aussies often quote the Fraser Institute, number one ranked <laughs> country, <laughs> if not state, to work. It keeps going, but it's kind of true uh, in the in the sense that it's it's a mining state. Of course, yeah. um, you still got to do the right things the right way in the right order and, and, and yeah. so forth. But it's you know it, people look at it as employment, they look at it as salaries they look at it as you know state revenue royalties etc so that's, that's still the case is it absolutely and i think having the community on site is important and mm -hmm. that, that's why we're doing a lot of work making sure that everyone knows what we're doing and understands what what this will look like longer right. term for the community um the the other things that i think come into that you, you mentioned there is i guess the broader um stakeholders um first nations and the like that's less an issue where we are because of the, the land title. Mm. Um, so it's a little bit different to maybe some of the Crown land projects that you see elsewhere in, in Australia. Yeah. Um, you still need the social license. The social, well, well, the social license is important. And I, I think you know, we're being fairly transparent. So that's, that's 
be fairly consistent messaging from us. So right. that, that's, I don't see that as a, I see it as a critical path for the project, but I don't yeah. see it as an issue. It's kind of interesting, actually, because we, we speak to obviously so many companies on a daily, daily basis around mm. the world, and you know, ESG was a big thing for 18 yeah. months, and social license as well. But when the kind of rubber hits the road, it's is the company doing all the things necessary to ensure that it can actually get into production? Of course. Whatever that may be, right? Because shareholders, I'm mean, sorry to speak so crude about it, they care if the share price moves or doesn't move. Of course. And if you do anything to damage it, it goes down, you, you hurt them in the pocket. If you do all things the right way, you'd hope to get credit. Now, that didn't happen in 2022, so I've got to look at 2023. Where do you think the value is going to be attributed? De-risking, continuing to de-risk the project as it moves through yeah. production, or the, you just talked about, the, the 25,000 meter drill program adding higher grade ounces, adding more ounces. What should they be looking at? I think you look at both together okay. because they're not disconnected. The de-risking of the project, our downside risk is the PFS, okay. which is a fantastic outcome. Right. What I see with the DFS is reducing that, that risk further so we get into position for financing. And again, that, that's another key milestone. A finance project, a permitted project, yeah. is much more valuable than one that's earlier in the, in the life cycle. So you're, you're, you're permitted? We're working towards the financing by the end of this year, is that? The way permitting and financing in, in together. Oh, so the permitting's coming? The permitting's coming, how, yeah. how long does that take? When was it actually submitted? Yeah, oh, look, it's still to be submitted, so, right, okay. so, but we've done the baseline work. So that's coming through in parallel with the, the DFS studies. So that would studies. be what, next, next year, year Next year, yeah. Right, and how long does the process take here in WA? 12 to 18 months. Okay. So, so it's reasonable length of time, but what we're doing is front loading the work. Mm. So that permitting process sails through rather than having, having rights well, that of reply. That gives know. a sense of timing of, of the financing because no one's going to finance you without it. That's true. Okay. Yeah. But you make, like I said, you'll get conditional offers, but say so you'll be submitting when, just so I'm clear? Uh, for um, year, year half? Yeah, yeah, that's next year. Yeah. Next year submitting for the uh, permit, yeah. and it takes 12 to 18 months. Yeah. So I'm trying to work out the, the, the sort of time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at where we're at today, 23. Um, we'll be putting that in alongside the DFS work at the end of this year, and then okay. get going in through next year. Right, so that gives us a sense because why it's yeah. important is, uh, is because if you can say, well, if you need to attribute value to both of those things, people need to understand the timing yes, of both of, of those course. things. The, so the development phase, we now understand yes. what that timeline is. So if we come to the, the, the drill program, so you, just, you started the 25,000 meter drill program, will that be completed before the end of what you say, May? Is it? Uh, look, it's um, well underway. So well we've, right? we've drilled uh, almost 9,000 meters. Oh, have you? Oh, wow. So we're cracking really on. cracking on. Uh, results are coming, so I expect to see those pretty soon. And that's you said, oxides. It's all pretty shallow stuff. Um, mixture, but mixture, okay. But uh, we're looking on our regional side, oxide, uh, high grade ounces. Yeah. What the potential is for another mining centre away from right. the main containing project. Yeah. The we've done some deeper drilling underneath the current resource. Yeah. And one of those comments you asked, what did I do? We didn't get much credit for. That was part of it. We've drilled under the ore body and got some substantial high-grade results that aren't in the current resource, but will come okay. in, in in the resource update in the third quarter this year. Okay. So those things are still coming. Uh, the regional 
side will add to the, the total resource balance answers and, and build the project potentially to a larger scale. And the studies work alongside our, our current project is can there be more? Can, can this be a, a larger operation pouring yeah. more answer per annum? Okay, and, um, and just, again, money's always important. So you got your fully funded drill program. It's, That's you don't right. need to raise yeah. any more capital. Uh, obviously, given the timing, or you know how far right we're looking for yeah. you know, on, the, on the development side of things, where's your current cash flow get you through to? Or cash flow cash get you through to? Yeah, look, it gets us through this year, a good portion through this year anyway. I'll go about five point eight. In the treasury at the moment. So that's not going to deliver the DFS? No, but it'll get us a good chunk through. A good, a good chunk and and you also got to remember a lot of the work, the expensive work for the DFS is pre-expand. So that's I'm talking about what was in the December quarterly and what's in the treasury today. Yeah. Um, but we were, we were drilling so and doing DFS work in, in late last year. So you probably, by the by the time you're, uh, assays getting quicker over here? You sort of seeing stuff? A little bit quicker, like... but uh, <laughs> not as quick as I'd like to see them. Okay, okay. But you would you look to kind of raise additional sort of top up cash after the the assays come back, presumably? Look, we'll, we'll top up at the right time, okay. right price. Yeah. Okay. Look, but we're not starved at capital to do what we need to do. You, yeah. You can time your spend yes. yeah. accordingly. Right? You're still in control from all that. Yeah, and look, we're okay. pretty fortunate position to have some some large shareholders that are. Keen to see the story progress as well. Yeah, I mean, with the, the share. Well, mm. it's interesting, isn't it? Because you're gonna you're gonna have to build on that share register and yes. types of the types of profiles there um, on the institutional side. So you you're doing sort of trotting around. I know there's a big conference, Fremantle to, uh, tomorrow, yes, of course. Um, but if you, what sort of conferences are you attending? You know, what meetings are you having to advance? Yeah, that? look. Uh, I got around uh, across to London last year, which was fairly successful. Yeah, and. Um, I'm actually going across to, to Minds of Money conference in Miami next week, yep. and then back through London as well. So there's, you know, we're getting that exposure and, and sort of reinforcing those connections as well in terms of, yeah, you know, who's already on the register, but also people who might be interested in becoming could, shareholders. That, that'll be interesting. Minds of Money could be quite lively. Actually, I've just come back from Cape Town. Yes. A lot of investors showed up for that when they rocked up from all over the world, which is mm -hmm. nice to see. And some non-mining specifics and generalist funds as well, but I think Miami looks to be a, a, like a full dance card, shall we say? Yeah, look, it's sort of hitching a ride on the BMI conference, which is yeah. you know a very big yeah. gold focused conference as well. So yeah, you need to be invited to that. Though. Uh, that's right. So I didn't I didn't get an invite this time, but uh, yeah, I think this one's running in parallel. Three yeah. hundred and fifty million market cap you need from yeah. BMI, and obviously they want to think that they you can raise them some they can raise you some money. Of course, yeah. It's all conditional. Um, okay, well, I appreciate you coming and telling us the update, okay? It was, it was, it was uh, good to see you back in December, um, uh, Miser Money, and uh, good to catch up, up with you here in Perth. All right, thanks again.